Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sounders, episode 368 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Of course, I am Brian Breaker, and as always... I'm being joined by the one and only Big underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. We're back in person. Yes. We're, uh, we're, the snow is thawing. A little bit, a little bit. It's, it, it feels like shorts weather outside. I'm not dressed there. appropriately for that, but. Well, it's, it's, I'm glad it's warming up though, because I was like, the, the problem with it still being cold is like, yeah, they can scrape the roads, but all these big, huge piles of snow, that ain't going nowhere. Oh no. Yeah. It sucks it's so gonna much. It's going to be another like week and a half before the piles are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was definitely been a wild week for us, has it not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, power outages, frozen pipes. Yeah. I mean, we it wasn't too bad here, but I know a lot of places it was pretty shitty, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, it it was pretty rough. I mean, it was one of those things like where, which I mean, you obviously had to do the same thing. Just conserve power. Don't like, don't use things that you're, you know. Luckily, don't need being to. at work. As much as I was, right, I had no issue with conserving power because I, you know, I wasn't home. But. Yeah, well, you and I were both blessed to uh, be able to work so much during this. I mean, just hashtag blessed. Yeah, hashtag blessed. It's been a wonderful week of work. I yeah. tell you. Yeah. You know. You mean to put that on Facebook, pal? I, I think I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love my life. Thumbs yes. up emojis. Yeah, love. I love the fact that I was able to drive around in that snow all day. It was just fantastic. I remember uh, a guy tweeted this when I left NXT, and I popped so hard for this. He was like, "I am, you know, I appreciate my opportunity here, you know, blah 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 blah." But I am also very excited. I no longer have to tweet about going to NXT Largo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I lost it because I was like, "Oh my god!" I so right. do not miss that. Like, yeah. hey, we're coming out to Fort Pierce. Hope everyone's there. Right. We don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was that way all the time. So yeah, social media is a hell of a deal, is it not? Oh yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, yeah. Got to be careful what you post on there. Yeah, I you do. Know that, but yeah, yeah, you do. Got to yeah. careful what you say. Careful what you post. Yep. I mean, bottom line, and I'll say this, not you. 
you can post whatever you want. Just don't let us assume you're talking about us because then we'll be upset. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. All, all jokes aside, though, I mean, last week was a pretty shitty week. It was. I mean, for, for most everybody. I don't know if any of our listeners lost power or anything like that. Hopefully not. But it was uh, it was pretty tough. I mean, like I said, the conservation and the power, and now we're having to worry about having enough water. Like, we still have to, still have to conserve water and things mm-hmm. like that. I mean, it's... It's pretty crazy over here in Oklahoma. I know uh, Big Chuck over there, he's just laughing his ass off. You know, he's like, oh, this is a regular old Saturday afternoon for me. Well, you know what, Big Chuck? I hope you bathe in a big old vat of tears. I I, I hope, if he's over there just, you know, Big Chuckling over there, uh, I hope that, you know, he just gets a tornado. <laughs> Good Lord, man. <laughs> I mean, not one that damages anything. Just, just want him to be a little scared. Right. Yeah. Just like, oh, wow, we got a tornado. It's one of those that just kind of hovers above a little bit, you know, just for like 10 seconds and then goes away. I'm glad you brought a big Chuck because I really wanted to slam him for this one. Yeah. Because this is this is good. This is real good. This is better than Outriders Beard Co. Okay. So his latest episode of uh, the Elite Eight Showdown, which we would normally talk about in the plugs. But let's just throw it right at the beginning because yeah. it's just too good. Yeah. Uh, I will read the episode description live on the air. In rare form, this week's Elite Eight showdown does what the show originally set out to do. Talk about who would win in a fight. See who would win when Big Chuck and Tim battle out top-tier fighters like Krigger from Wreck My Podcast, Bane of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, and more. So you're featured. Oh, well, I'm glad I live in their heads rent-free. It's a pretty cozy place, Breaker. But that's not the, the deal. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. When it says Bane of Breaker and Bane's Power they Hour. They spelt it wrong. But it's even better. Oh, my God. The second Bane in Breaker and Bane's Power Hour is spelled correctly. Wow. Can't make that up. I'll be I'll be damned. So I mean, he did that on purpose. He had to have. Yes. I mean, like, you can't be that just much of a blithering idiot. Wow. Now, I, I think... Like so, when things go wrong, I would assume you probably get most of the heat, you know, like on our on our show. Uh, like, people will message me occasionally. I don't get messaged at all. Well, here's the thing: you know, like an um, occasional typo or something. Right. I, I think people can right. overlook that. But like, we're giving Big Chuck all. You're the adding heat letters, here. okay? That don't right. work for me, pal. We're giving Big Chuck all the heat, though. Is it his fault or is it Tim's fault? Because we don't know who's the mastermind behind all this. I kind of feel like Tim is the one. If Tim's the brain of the operation, we have some serious issues. Well, you're damn right we do. <laughs> but, I mean, it's one of those things where I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know who's who's the mastermind. Who's behind the keyboard? You know, who's the real warrior here? You know? I, I don't know, but I, I personally think both guys should get kicked directly in the testicles. <laughs> oh, well, they're going to anyway. You know. So. But, I mean, it's... Uh, I. That's that's a must listen, you know, because like why would he? I think, know like, I'm go- I know I'm going to lose because that's how that's how Big Chuck is. Oh, of course, you know, but like I want to see uh, how he thinks it would go down. That that's it's, I don't know that that's just too much. Yeah. It's too much, Big Chuck. Yeah. Good lord, uh, I thought that I thought you'd get a kick out of that. That your name was spelled incorrectly. <laughs> yes, but then the actual name of the show was but, spelled correctly. But only one out of two times. Well, I mean, you know, that's a fifty percent spell pal. check's a hell that's of an F. It's a hell of a deal. Yeah. For some reason, they're just dead set that there's that E at the end of your name. Yeah, I think it's the DC character. You know, I mean, but even that's B-A-A. not spelled correctly. Right. It's not. Yeah. It's not spelled. With if that, they yeah. did it like that, I'd be like, okay. Right. If they spelled it B A N E, yeah, I'd be okay. B A Y N E. It's like Baney. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I don't know. Doesn't make no damn sense. 
Not a bit. Uh, I'll tell you what does make sense, though. We got a lot of wrestling talk this week. We got some uh, movie and TV talk. We got some toy talk. We got some PHPW talk, plus a little bit of news there. And we are wrapping up our tournament. I think it's the final round, Big Underscore yes. Main. Best to never be WWE champion. Show is. And I'll tell you, it's kind of going in a in much different direction than I expected. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, well, what do you say we dive into a little bit of wrestling talk here? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them, buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Well, Big Underscore Bane, how about the news that Lacey Evans is uh, is pregnant and apparently a big fan of Space Mountain? Yeah. <laughs> Oldest ride, longest line. You, you better know? believe it. You uh, better believe it. Yeah, I mean, well, congratulations to her. Uh, yeah, supposedly it's uh, not a story. She's actually pregnant. She's, I don't know that for sure. Well, part of it's not a story. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's actually pregnant. That's great. Congratulations. I think that's awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, kind of weird. Kind of weird. I mean, it's... It's perfect, like Ric Flair, it's, though. It makes sense, total sense. I feel like Ric Flair's I, at that twilight of his of his career and his age, where he's like, anytime they have an idea for him, he's so giddy. He gets right. up and he's like slapping yeah. his arms and strutting. elbows his jacket it's on like, the canvas. Hey, we're gonna have Dave Batista leave you bloody. Oh yeah, big day. You know, yeah. he's just like <laughs> flipping out and elbow dropping his jacket. Oh right. yeah, the whole thing. So I I look at stuff like this from Charlotte's perspective. Like it's got to be a little weird. I'm sure she's fine with it, obviously, but like. It's got to be a little weird. I think this is tame. I mean, Ric Flair's also like thrown out numbers of the number of women he's been with. Right. Like she's aware of that. Right. Oh, yeah, of course. So that would have to also be very yeah. strange. Yes. Yeah. And let's be honest. This is not out of the realm of possibility. And, and maybe maybe she's like, maybe she's just like, oh, dad, you're silly. You know, I mean. What else do you say? <laughs> right. It's the nature boy. <laughs> it's got to you know? be a little awkward. You know? For sure. For sure it's got to be awkward. Good Lord. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of a... I feel like this was a very solid pivot on their end. Yeah. Well, they never actually said it, but they alluded to it, and they let everyone kind of run their imagination. I mean, as far as I know, they didn't say it, but she announced she's pregnant, and Ric Flair's right there doing this Ric Flair thing. So Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty fun stuff. Um, WWE, obviously, this past year has been pretty pretty adamant on third-party bands, you know, Twitch... Cameo. Any way a WWE superstar could make a little extra income. Yes. Um, it's now come down the pipeline, which I was kind of wondering about this myself, where any other type of promotion you do, which you see it all the time on Instagram, people promoting of course. products, things like yeah. that, using their, their follower base. Like, yeah, I'll tweet that. And essentially when they... If they're putting over a product a little too hard, you know, it's like, okay, someone's getting money for this. Yeah. Because I think the design of that, that marketing... because. Commercials, I, I feel like, are almost not even a thing anymore. Right. We fast forward them. We don't watch them, whatever. This is a way to advertise a product without realizing you're, adver- you're watching an advertisement or seeing an advertisement. Yeah. And uh, apparently, WWE is kind of restricting that. So little things like putting over a uh, online business or a restaurant, even, they said they could, uh, first time's a warning, second time could be a fine. Possibly fired. Yeah. Too much, huh? Oh, yeah. Definitely too much. I mean... You're going to make everyone just not want to post anything. Well, that and you're going to uh, make it to where they go back to having a company Twitter and a personal Twitter. And yes. and, I mean, and the one, you know, they're not going to follow right. the Braun Strowman WWE account because he doesn't post anything. Right. I'll go follow a personal account. Right. Yeah. And so, 
it's it's one of those and also too if if they shut that type of stuff down it's going to be one of those things where contracts up eh, maybe i just don't renew right maybe i weigh my options what's aew doing what's impact doing that's what's weird to me about it because i feel like at this point and like this is the only time in the last several years i felt like there was a viable option outside of wwe as far as wrestling is concerned well there was always impact, but it was like that's not a step up at all. It's not a step up, but here, like, here's also the thing. At the moment, I mean, not financially, and I'm aware of that, but like at the moment, pretty much everybody's on the same playing field because you can't have fans in the stands. So, like, if you watch Impact, without the exception, with the exception of like not having a bunch of jumbo trons with random schmucks on there, it's it feels like the same show, right? And so it's. It's one of those things like Ron Strowman says FWWE goes to Impact, you know, doesn't really feel much different, you know. No. It just feels like a d- different different brand. And and so now what to me would be the perfect time for a lot of things like that to change. I mean, you're not touring WWE canceled house shows. You're literally just showing up for 2 days a week max. Like, why not? Get what? paid. Why do you think they're going after it so hard? Do you think it's because they want advertisement from them only? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I think, well, and I I think they don't want them using their name that was made famous in WWE yeah. as a way to personally succeed and make income. But, like, that's kind of dumb. Are they going after Stone Cold right now for, you know, his, his USA TV show? I mean, like. No, but I mean, mean, but he's also he's probably under some sort of a legends deal, but he's not he's not under a full time contract. But like, I mean, it's also it's one it's kind of the same thing though. Like, I mean, they're he's promoting all kinds of crazy crap. I mean, I mean, look at the Rock; they're not going after the Rock or nothing like that. I mean, well, I remember when they did that Evolution pay per view a couple of years ago. Every guy on the roster tweeted about it. Right. So I I can I've been around long enough to understand like there was an edict put out. Tweet this, which and I'm sure most of the guys would have anyway, because it was a pretty big deal. Sure, but I, I think the uh, the the mandated tweets is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it, it makes you not want to have social media. Yeah, I think if you were in that company, because yeah, it becomes a thing of like I've always felt as though social media is a very good way to interact with people and mm-hmm. let kind of let people know what's up, but. You take that away, I mean, it's I don't know, it's a tough deal. Yeah, it really is, and it just doesn't it doesn't increase morale at all. I know that. Right. It will. Uh, that's a good way to make you hate your company. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think I don't know. Like I feel like you've you've been put on. Like let's take a guy from NXT. He's been put on NXT television. He's developing a following. I'm sure his followers have went up. Oh yeah, of course. And, and all that stuff. But I, you know, I guess like Lana is a big Instagrammer and I don't, I don't even know if I follow her or not, but I guess she does promote a lot of supplements and things like that. But it's like legitimately, yeah, WWE gave her a fan base and I'm aware of that, but all of these companies are coming to her because she has the fan base. Yeah. Like she's the one that put in the the actual to use a phrase from doing the favor she put in the legwork right and she developed the following and got people following her however was she did it so I don't know it's a weird thing well and and also too like kind of to piggyback off what you're saying like these people bust their ass week in and week out like 
you know, I know one of the big things back in the day with Carlito is everybody said he had all the tools, he just didn't want to do it or whatever, you know? I mean, like, not to say that he was lazy, but, like, if, if a guy... They never felt like they got out of him what they what he, they should have. Right. If, if somebody is that talented, that doesn't matter if they don't put in the work. And so, like, just because somebody's incredibly talented doesn't mean they're going to get a huge following if they're not on TV every week busting ass. For sure. I mean, it's... It's it's one of she still put it like Lana going back to her she still put it in all the work to get to where she's at right and so it's kind of still her following not WWE's following it's a way for them to kind of just be like yeah this is what we're gonna do now with with Twitch I don't know about Twitch necessarily but Cameo and stuff there was rumor that WWE was gonna do their own version of that Mm -hmm. where basically they get paid from you know the people and the WWE superstar gets a cut. Which is like, to me, it's no different than like merchandising and things like that. Right. Where, okay, you get a cut of everything we do or whatever. But if they're doing third party bans on companies, does that mean WWE is going to start being like, hey, you know, you need to sell this on Instagram? Yeah. We'll, we'll give you a cut. Yeah. Wouldn't it be easier to just be like, no? Yeah. Now, granted, it's also one of those things where that can hurt your standing in the company because that, that's been always my interpretation of everything. They are independent contractors. They're not employees, so they can't really tell you what to do, but they can also stop using you. Well, and yeah, I was... Which is going to hurt your money. I was an independent contractor for about three months, you know, and and that was exactly what they told me at the beginning. Like, you decide what you do, but if you say no enough times, eventually we're just going to stop throwing jobs your way. Right. And so... So you are, but you're, you aren't. Right. You still kind of have to do what they say. And... um and if I remember correctly, I believe that was a satellite job, correct? Yeah, and I didn't last long there. Well, and it was also a thing of you're, you're using your own vehicle, your own gas, all that yeah. stuff. Hey, we're going to send you to freaking yeah. two hours away. You, you get you get uh, four-hour round-trip drives every day. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Right. And it's a, it's a case in point of like, okay, now you see what it is, and it's like, am I getting paid gas money? Am I getting paid reimbursement or any of this right. stuff? Like and, all that's tax write-off, though. You know. It's oh, like, yeah, thanks, thanks yeah. for that one. Yeah. yeah, more work to do on my tax return. Awesome. Well, as you know, with any company, there's always the things about it that you're just like, really? Yeah, every company has their issues, but like, there's some things that are just kind of over the top goofy. I do want to do an energy shot on that, and I've talked to you about it because I'm I'm very agitated with certain things. Yeah, not my company. Definitely not. Definitely not that. the company because Definitely they're 100 percent perfect. To work for one hundred percent of the time, they they are literally it's a dream. It is like not a nightmare. It's a dream. It's definitely not a nightmare. No, not at all. No, I don't wake up with a cold sweat. Definitely angry and pissed off all the time. Not definitely. I'm not not on blood pressure medication because of the job. That was because of COVID. Exactly. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. But it's it's one of those things where they do certain things, and I feel like we have become accustomed as a society to just be like, well. It's not personal. It's just business, which is yeah. a really shitty answer. Oh, yeah. That's basically time. just saying, like, we know we are screwing you. Yep. And there's nothing you can do. Yep. And if you don't like it, you can leave. Yep. And Oh, get, and I've, I've heard that phrase before as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At my perfect job. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. That's a fun, anyway, that's a fun, fun phrase. Different <laughs> different time. The Patreon version will not be as kind. Oh. Per se. Who knows? Yeah. It might not be perceived as kind. It will be kind. I mean, it just might, might not be. Per- Luckily, you have to pay for that. Exactly. Yeah. 
Kyle O'Reilly made some news on NXT this week. Uh, there was reported very scary situation after NXT goes off the air that he has a seizure on the floor. Yeah. Um, obviously, if everyone's seen like Takeover Vengeance Day and stuff, looks like he's having a uh, an issue with the Undisputed Era group. They're kind of imploding, which is kind of a fun storyline, I think, because they've been so dominant yeah. for so long. And it kind of bums me out, which is a good thing. Like, yeah, you it, know? it makes you like want to see. And yeah. Kyle O'Reilly is one of those guys. He's such an amazing talent. You're yeah. like, ooh, this is going to be fun. See what he can, what he's going to have going for him. Apparently, if I remember correctly, what I was reading, he took a brain buster on the steps from Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. He's laid out there, and of course, they have minimal fans there at the Capitol Wrestling Center. It's reported that he suffers a seizure on the floor after they go off the air. He does a stretcher job. Triple H comes out, looks very serious. To piggyback that. Kyle O'Reilly is type 1 diabetic. Yeah. That's dangerous in of itself, especially with something like pro wrestling. Yes. Which is, I think, what made people believe this. Yeah. Um, turns out he didn't. He was just selling, which is great. I mean, it's right. great that yeah. he's okay. Um, but it's it's funny to me how the wrestling rumor mill got going so quickly that, you know, oh, he had a seizure. Yeah. Without any actual proof. Took a life of its own. Very much so. Very quickly. Very much so. Um, you actually hadn't heard of this until I told you, but I mean, it, it was only a thing for a few hours. Yeah, and then it kind of was like, oh no, he's he's responsive, he's fine. Right. It, it was an angle, yeah. you know. So anyway, what were your what were your thoughts when I told you that? Well, it kind of bizarre. I didn't really even know what to think because it's just like I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's weird that people would jump to that conclusion. You know, and it kind of puts the company in a, in a in a weird spot. It's one hundred percent the office space jump to conclusions, Matt. Right? Yeah, and because it's like it it almost as the company, you're almost like, do we run with this? Like, <laughs> yeah, that one's a little too much. I think. Well, oh yeah, big time. It is, but like, you but almost, is this the attitude era? Right. You almost stop and think, like, hmm. oh dude, they're gonna have Kyle at a hospital, you know, <laughs> right. hooked up to heart monitors, even though his leg was broken, you know? Right. Yeah. And so it's just it, it's one of those things. It's uh it, it's an odd deal for sure. Yeah, it really is. But um, I think overall, it's I'm, I'm glad he's okay. I just I thought that was so funny how quickly, like you said, the story kind of took a life of its own. Yeah, and it was like every dirt sheet writer reporting it. And, and I think that's also too the uh, the vast majority of them are so worried that they're not going to be the first. I know yeah. that they'll just report anything. Right, and you know. A lot of people heavily involved in wrestling on a lot of the podcasts have been like, dirt sheets, are, do they just make stuff up? Yeah. And this is kind of a case in point where they didn't actually make it up. They heard it, but yeah. they had no credible resources right. to say that, yeah, this actually happened or or whatever. But I you know, I think at the end of the day, it's I'm glad he's okay. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely. glad it wasn't that. I think props goes out to his selling, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But to me, the first thing I thought of is the first Stone Cold Stunner events. Yes. And he's quivering in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's like, oh, God, Vince had a seizure. Because, <laughs> like, it's pretty oh, obvious to me that that's, like, the way Vince sells is never, it's never been, like, serious. It's been, like. Over the top. Over the top. Yep. Ho- but it's just, like, his commentary. Right. Or his walk to the ring. It's over the top. It's hokey. It's ridiculous. But, yep. like, Austin screaming in his face. And him like. Rrr, rrr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's what makes it funny. So oh, yeah. But overall, I'm glad Kyle O'Reilly's good. He did tweet out something about it, and never actually said no. I didn't have a seizure, but right. being being careful with what he said. So yeah, smart guy. Um, Sting 
It obviously has made some news over the last several months by returning to AEW. It was announced that he's going to have a tag match at the Revolution pay-per-view with Darby Allin against Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Um, this led to speculation, oh, it's going to be cinematic, it's going to be this, it's going to be that. And then on, on Dynamite, Sting takes a freaking powerbomb from Brian Cage. Yeah. Um, which, as we all know, the uh, buckle bomb from mm-hmm. Seth Rollins was in 2015. That was like almost like five and a half years ago. Yeah. Crazy to think. It's kind of what did him in from an active in-ring competitor. So he takes a powerbomb on Dynamite from Brian Cage. Why do you think this was done? You got me. I don't know. I almost think it's his way of being like, I'm good. And yeah. I'm showing you I'm good. I don't know. I, I don't know if it, if his whole, like, because, I mean, I've heard, we've heard before, Christian never wrestling again. Edge, never wrestling again. Daniel Bryan, never wrestling again. They've all returned. And I understand every injury is different. Well, Same thing with Sting. He's older, but here he is taking power bombs and dynamite, and he looked fine. Well, and, and yeah, that's just it. Those guys are, like, way younger than Sting. I mean, it, Sting. I think it's like 61, 62. I feel bad saying this, but Sting's like grandpa. You yeah. know, like, I don't, I, I, I'd i be heartbroken if I saw my grandpa get power bombed. Sure. Um, and. Well, and he probably has grandkids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's. I don't know. It's a uh, more power to him. I just because he survived one power bomb doesn't mean he's going to survive the next. You know. Sure. I uh, I don't. I still don't like the idea of him getting in the ring. Like I don't think it's a good idea. Well, and that, like I was saying, I think the thought was cinematic type matches or angles. Right. This kind of makes me think that maybe they're not not doing that. Yeah. I know my time in wrestling, you'll always hear from any person that's in a, a talent perspective, I'm good. Oh, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. And I think I kind of referenced the All Out. I think it was All Out, that match with Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's what Matt Hardy said. Yeah. I'm good. That shouldn't have happened. Right. I'm not blaming AEW. I know a lot of people took them to task because I understand you're in that situation. It's live on pay-per-view. You're a new company. He's a talent. He's saying he's good. Maybe you take his word for it. But I also think there's a time when certain talents need to be protected from themselves. Oh, yeah. And this might be that case. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if, it, like, did, did the powerbomb need to happen live on, on TV? Probably. I don't know if it was live, but it was on TV. That could have been a backstage segment. Sure could have. And obviously pre-recorded. And, and I kind of, and I, I, tend to think it was maybe more ego-driven than anything else. Yeah. And I'm not saying Sting's a bad guy, because I think he's probably a very good guy. But No, but we do know he's got the ego on him. Well, know. my grandpa used to say this, and I, it always resonated with me, especially as I get older now. He said, you know, in my brain, I feel like I'm 18. Then I stand up. Right. I realize, oh, I'm an old man. Right. It's like, ooh. Yeah. That makes sense. Because yeah. I'm sure in your head, you think, kid, you know, you yeah. can do whatever. And then you start moving around. Like, I remember... If I'm around my niece and nephew, how much energy they have, and I'm like, I gotta take a nap. You know, like I'm just tired, right? Because life is different when you are a kid or when you're an adult and things like that. And so, with this, I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I just hope at the end of the day, he doesn't get hurt. I don't know if necessarily think he needs to be taking power bombs every week, but no, just be uh, careful, man. Yeah, be careful. And I, if it's gonna be a tag match, I mean, it's gonna be a street fight, so it's like. Maybe it's one of those things they can not really utilize him very much in that match. Just kind of knock him out pretty quick, mm-hmm. and then 
you know, maybe he comes back towards the finish or something like that. I, I mean, I just don't want to see the guy die in the ring, you know. Well, and, and there's also a big difference between, okay, can he take a spear or could he take a uh, or whatever? It doesn't need to be taking a powerbomb. Hell no. As a guy who's taken a powerbomb before, it sucks even if you are healthy. It's not a fun bump. Right. So I don't necessarily think that that's what needs to be happening. And, you know, that's just my personal opinion. But, again, maybe it's that ego thing of letting everyone know, like, hey, I'm good. Yeah. And I'm going to prove it. So. Uh, you brought this uh, brought this up as a topic here, big underscore Bane. Alexa Bliss kind of making some uh, some I don't want to say headlines, but making some people a bit uncomfortable with that segment on Raw where she's basically sitting inside the pentagram. Yeah, so she's uh, she's working on resurrecting old Bray Wyatt. Well, he was uh, on fire. Yes, you know? yes. Which that I feel like we never really talked about that. That was probably one of the most insane modern day matches WWE has had. I don't for sure. You, I don't know if you ever went back and watched it, but I saw the clips for sure. That was nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but this whole thing with Alexa Bliss has been doing an amazing job in this in this role, and um, this latest thing of her sitting in the pentagram, ready to do a freaking seance to get old old homeboy back. I mean, that's old homeboy. I like that. Yeah, that's a. Uh, <laughs> That's wild, man. I mean, like, it, I, I immediately tweeted us like, "This is gonna have a lot of Christian homes saying that uh, WWE is banned in their house." Well, okay, let's let's just let's just call a spade a spade. We live in the Bible Belt, right? I mean, we're Oklahoma. Of course, yeah. we're, we're Oklahoma boys, and I think we all know when the Ministry of Darkness hit. That was probably yeah. I remember my mom straight up saying like, "She's pretty sure that Kane and the Undertaker are demons." Yeah. You know, Glenn Jacobs is a very nice man, right? but he played the Big Red Machine. It's a character. Yeah. yeah. And I think the weird thing I've always thought about wrestling, and this is this will baffle me to no end. Everyone knows what wrestling is. I have a podcast called You Know It's Fake, right? Yeah. Yet sometimes when something happens, all of a sudden it becomes real life. Yeah. And, oh, she's worshiping the devil. Yeah. It's like. You don't it's, you don't think that on like Sabrina or Supernatural or these shows that deal with this. You don't think like oh that Jensen Ackles from Supernatural, he's a devil worshiper. The only, he's an actor. The only explanation I've ever had of this is that it's like the camera work is not a sitcom. It's set up like a sports show. And so because it's set up like a sports show, it's looks like it's supposed to be real life. And that's like the only thing that I can gather cuz my parents used to do the same thing. I mean, when Stone Cold come out there, middle fingers up, oh, change the channel. You know, Undertaker came out there like doing his speaking in Latin shit that he would do back in the day. The big uh, creepy robe, right? I mean, like oh, change the channel. I mean, they made an action figure of him wearing the robe. Yeah, a kid's toy. I yeah. mean, you know, it's, but like it, it's legitimately a character. Like obviously, Undertaker's a Texas boy, hillbilly. You know, country yes. country boy. Yeah. I mean, he is not a. Cult leader. <laughs> that he is not. Alexa Bliss is like a college high school cheerleader from, from right, Ohio. Right. She's not. Yeah. I don't think she's into the occult. I don't think she is either. I mean, she might have watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch a little bit. But, but uh, I mean, like, I've seen interviews with her, and she's like a big Disney person. She's yeah. she's not like, yeah. this is a character. Right. Um, but like I was saying before, and this is kind of where that whole, when things are popular, it's different. And I think... I think this will actually slide under the radar more than back in the day. And the reason I say this is I don't think wrestling is as hot now as it was. Well, it's it's not. But, like, and also, too, I don't think parents pay attention like they used to. No, that's true. I mean, I, I, mean, I know. I don't know how many young people I knew, like, 
friends, kids or whatever that watched Family Guy because mom and dad wanted to watch it. Right. Because they thought it was funny. So it's like, well, okay, you shouldn't watch this. But yeah. Walking Dead was the same way. Yeah. I mean, I heard of kids watching that and stuff. And it's like, really? Yeah. Like, But again, that's also that weird thing of like, okay, so you can't watch this because she's doing a <laughs> seance. But, right. you know. Let's go murder zombies. That's okay. <laughs> Double standard. Yeah. I mean, but I, I remember back when I was a kid. Um, we were both, you know, you were born in 86, I was born in 85, but we're only a few months apart, but we kind of missed the He-Man bandwagon. Yeah, but I just see a couple years. But I'm sure your older brother was probably more into it. Yeah. My older cousins were into it because it was the popular thing. Yeah. We were more the Turtles generation. Sure. Remember my older cousins had He-Man figures and Skeletor and all that stuff, and I always liked to play with them when I was over at their house, and I remember my mom heard... They were evil. Mm-hmm. Can't play with those. Yeah. And and I get it. It's like you hear stuff like that, especially then. You kind of just you take it for its word. But um, I think Travis Fowler actually told me his preacher went, and I could be wrong, but his preacher actually said, like, He-Man doesn't have the power. God has the power. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you hear that, and you're like, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's because it's popular. Right. And that's that's the issue sometimes is when things are popular, it's like, oh, we got to pull them down a notch. Right. Anyway... I remember my dad even making the point. It's like, well, okay, yeah, it's it's a kids show. It's superheroes, but like, like oh, it's sorcery. It's just that's like, yeah, but so are the Disney movies. Yeah, those are okay. Yeah, it's you can take take for it what it is. Well, yeah, I mean, every you can take everything out of context and instead just maybe sit back and enjoy the show. I mean, like, there's plenty of Bible stories that deal with the devil, yeah. but you're not shutting those out. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like this is just a classic good versus evil story they got going on with the Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton, you know? I mean, except the difference is kind of both of them are bad guys. Yeah, but I, I still feel like at the end of the day, and again I didn't watch it, I saw clips, but it seems a, a, a still a tad campy to me. It will be looked back on as campy. I mean, it's definitely way better done than uh Anything in the attitude area, but like, yeah, it will be seen as campy, and mm-hmm. especially like in five years when there's fans in the stands and stuff like that again, right? Because, I again, I don't know if you would do stuff like this if there are people in the stands, and a lot of what they've done with her, you've even said they they are able to do because there isn't an audience that's live, right? Well, that's like why, like the Royal Rumble, she didn't actually change clothes mid match, you know, because it you can't, right? It wasn't a pre recorded match, right? Um, so yeah, it's um. I mean, it's what they've done with her is really cool, but yeah, I mean, obviously they can't can't do all of it all the time. Yeah, but do you think more heat will come from this? I, if they haven't caught heat already, then they're not going to. True. I mean, have you seen that TV preacher that I think his name's like Kenneth Copeland, maybe? Oh yeah, he's the devil incarnate, dude. That guy. He is Satan in the flesh. Have you seen? <laughs> did you see him blow away COVID nineteen? Oh yeah, dude. COVID-19. <laughs> and, and, and what happened? It got worse. I was like, good <laughs> Lord. But I mean, this is a guy that's like a multi-millionaire. And yeah. I'm not here to discuss this, but it's like, come on. You know, yeah. he's a, my dad likes him. And I just, you can, you can see it in his eyes. He, something, something right with that guy. No, not at all. Not at all. There's one video of a reporter asking him about like owning a private plane. And yeah. All, and he. Boy, he really comes across that. That was when I first caught on to it. I was like, "Yeah, this guy's he's he's a, he's nuts." Yeah, they legit. Yeah. Anyway, what do you say we dive into? A, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit of movie talk here. Let's do it.
this is Brett Cuban Beta at the movies, oh this is Brett Cuban Beta at the movies, oh this is Brett Cuban Beta at the movies, oh this is Brett Cuban Beta at the movies, oh All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? All right, I'll tell you what we got now. Big underscore bang, let's talk about this upcoming. I know you're pretty stoked about this, and I'd like to get your take because I haven't been following it as much. The Snyder Cut of Justice League. I believe it's coming yes. to HBO Max. Yes, and dude, I'm so thrilled because I remembered out of the blue that I get <laughs> HBO Max for free um, with my AT&T subscription, and so I get to actually watch this. Hell yeah. I totally forgot about it, so I didn't get to watch the new Wonder Woman movie. But um, It's only a month. Yeah, you only get it for a month, but... Yeah, I'm totally excited. I'm going to watch the new Kong movie when it comes out. And well, and I, I don't want to sidetrack too far, but I want to also mention that because you brought it up on Twitter, the trailer, the trailer for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I'm going to watch that too. Dude, Sub Zero freezes a dude's blood and makes another weapon. Yeah, like amazing, insane. So, but I'm, that's a movie that needed updating. Yes, and I'm I'm pretty stoked about that movie. But uh, the Snyder Cut is going to be, I think it's going to be sick. I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm once again curious about the Joker to see how Jared Leto does this time around. Um, Looks like they kind of restylized him. They did. He's not. He's not a Mr. mobster. Yeah. He, well, he's not a current day hip hop artist or anything like that with his tattoos on his face. I didn't think Suicide Squad was the best movie, but I understood the different look of him because I'm like, okay, you did classic Joker, you did like crazy disheveled Joker, you gotta do a different one. Yeah, it, and it was a bold choice. Maybe not the best it didn't idea. Work out. I honestly don't like the look he's in now. Like yeah. the, with the even with the new trailer, I don't like that look. I think it looks bad. But um, I I imagine the acting is probably gonna be a lot better this time around. Yeah. Um, as far as he goes. It, but uh, the actual movie itself, I think, is going to be incredible because um, we got finally actually get to see Darkseid, which that was originally part of the plan. What a huge, huge misstep. You have two equally terrifying characters in Darkseid and Thanos. Marvel's already doing Thanos, and you choose to cut out Darkseid and go Steppenwolf? Like I remember hearing that a guy a guy that I know who's a big comic book movie guy is like chair the villain's gonna be in Justice League I'm like Dark Side he goes Steppenwolf I'm like who the hell is that you right know? yeah I didn't know who it was either and I consider myself a pretty big comic fan I had no idea yeah and so they're bringing they're and and I originally when I saw the original trailer they were showing the Omega symbols in the ground and I was thinking oh snap. Dark Side's the main villain of this. That's badass, and of course, which that's makes not sense the case. why they all need to team up, right? And of course, that's not the case. Well, now it is the case, and so that's pretty damn cool. And um, it looks like it, from what I gather, is that most of this was already filmed, and they cut it all and just refilmed everything with a different story. Well, if I remember correctly, Zack Snyder was doing it. Something he had a personal issue come up, and Joss Whedon took over. Yeah. And I believe that's actually where all the issues with Ray Fisher and Josh Joss Whedon started, okay. which we talked about last week. Yeah. He was cyborg, and that's where he kind of was outspoken, and that's led to obviously more people kind of coming forward and stuff. I didn't realize that Snyder's basically the entire movie got cut, yeah, or maybe most of it. I don't know the the whole specifics of it, but I didn't realize that, and I don't know if that was an ego thing on Joss Whedon, like I'm going to do my own. I'm not sure. I would imagine probably is an ego thing. 
but I think this is kind of an interesting thing, you know, like we're, this is the first time I can recall a movie being released and then kind of being changed and re-released several years later. With the exact same cast and everything. Right. Yeah. I mean, so it, I think this is hands down going to be better. I know it's supposed to be like, what, four hours long or something crazy like that. Doesn't matter to me. I think it's going to be a million times better. I think actually in in the, the version that was released, and I'd have to go look, but I think maybe they shot most of the movie and they had to bring everyone in for reshoots, and that was them changing everything. Yes. I If I remember correctly, Henry Henry Cavill plays Superman. He was he did was on the next movie project. He had a mustache, and they had to like CGI a mustache off his face. When they reshot, yeah, because oh he couldn't God. shave it, I guess. Right. And it was just like, good lord, Jeez. you know. So a lot of the weird things happen there. So, which I, I mean, I I don't well, know. Get on them for making it right. Yeah, and and who knows? I mean, maybe if this does as well as I'm hoping it will, like maybe it'll convince. You know, Batfleck to come back and do a couple more movies. Could be. You know. Well, I don't know. They already got that Robert Pattinson one happening. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So who's to say? Um, I I don't know. I feel like DC, like the movie universe, has never really quite hit like it needs to. Well, they haven't done anything good outside of Batman, and that's been the problem. Like even the Superman movies kind of flopped. I mean, they have first Wonder Woman was good. Wonder I, Woman was great. I haven't seen the second one. Aquaman, Aquaman, I thought was good. It, it was good. It, it wasn't, wasn't like it wasn't like astounding, but it was, it right. was fine. It was good. Um, but like, the, there hasn't been a set of movies like there has been with Batman, and so I think they really got to just. I think they need to take some time off. Like, let Marvel do its thing. Don't try to compete with Marvel. And try to do a slate of movies that leads to something. Like, right. here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do these six films, and here's how they're all going to connect. Right. It was almost like they tried to connect them too much where it never really happened. Too much, too fast. Yeah. yeah. And nothing really kind of made sense. Yeah. There's a lot of holes. I would agree. So hopefully that happens. But, uh, you know, we, we kind of did an energy shot last week about um, did COVID kill the theater and, you know, HBO Max kind of being a front runner for that. Yeah, but I'll be honest, man. Uh, April, I think, is when Mortal Kombat comes out. I think March is Kong and Godzilla. To me, it's more than worth it. Yeah, and to watch both of those, which I plan to watch. Like, I might be going to get me a bigger TV, dude. I'm definitely going to get me a bigger TV. Yeah. So, absolutely. Young Rock has officially debuted on NBC. We haven't touched on this too much, if at all. But um, my dad watched the pilot. He really enjoyed it. I guess what it is, it's 2032. The Rock's running for president, and he's telling his life story. Yep. Um, have you had a chance to watch this at all? I did. I watched the pilot. I thought it was okay. Like, yeah. It wasn't. I, I uh, There was another show that debuted the same night called Keenan. Yeah. And I actually enjoyed that better than I did Young Rock. Sure. But um, I it kind of goes back to what I'm saying. Like, I've kind of had a little bit too much rock. Was Kel in it? He was not. Damn it. He was not. You know, they uh, say Kel loves orange soda. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But uh, Keenan was great. I, I, I'm a huge fan of Keenan, man. I'm, I'm stoked to see him doing good. I feel like um, he transitioned probably the best from, like, the Nickelodeon kids. Yeah. Well, he's kind of been the same guy. Even on SNL, he's kind of the same guy. But, I mean, a lot of them, like, if you think about all those people from the Nickelodeon era, no one really became mainstream. Amanda Bynes for a minute. But she also, I think, went nuts. Yeah. So... I think a lot of she had a lot of things happen to her. That yeah, kind of made her go nuts. But probably, but uh, um, but good for Keenan, you know, yeah. in his own like sitcom, it's great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Young Rock. I mean, it was it was okay. I like the fact that you know it kind of it involves a lot of like like Junkyard Dog, Andre the Giant, Iron Sheik. I mean, he, he's talking about a lot of those guys, which I assume they'll probably be mainstays in the show. Uh, the Wild Samoans are part of it too. Sure. And, and so I imagine. 
there will be some it's a lot of wrestling talk a lot of peeling back the curtain wrestling talk which uh is is not going to make bill Venus happy but oh god uh, i just have to bring up that sack of crap <laughs> but i it's it's one of those things like i think it's i think it's cool that he's doing it but um and i'll probably keep watching it but it's like i i feel like i'm like i've had enough of the rock for a little while i can see that he's on everything yeah it's one of those where i've also heard people say well, it really wasn't laugh out loud funny but i don't think it it's wasn't. supposed to be yeah so it was also, just kind of good it's just like but it's like he's so famous you're like okay yeah right. makes sense we're gotta, gonna do something about the rock gotta watch it yeah um interesting news here tuned in uh, a new Nickelodeon game show. Yes. We, I mean, I feel like this is, Nickelodeon's been listening to our back catalog. Like, hey, where are them game shows at? Yeah. They're bringing it back. Uh, I've had Slime, had all that other stuff. Yeah. I watched a trailer for it. And I haven't actually seen the show. Uh, they revived Double Dare a, a year or two ago. Do you think this could lead to the whole, like, let's do game shows again? I hope so, because I think, um, I think that's a pivotal part of what's missing with Nickelodeon. Uh, I mean, they have the shows. I mean, they're, you know, doing all all that stuff, but now, like, I think game shows is what made Nickelodeon so fun. Sure. And so, I think bringing those back tuned in looks like it's a fun game. It looks it like does. you you have to know the shows to be able to be good at the games. Right. Well, it's the trivia about Nickelodeon, right? Which so is, is interesting. I think that's pretty exciting. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited to check it out. I think it'll be yeah, fun. I think that's cool. One thing I, I have noticed, and again, I base this a lot off my niece and nephew, but um. As a kid, I felt like I watched everything Nickelodeon offered. Yeah, at some point or another, I don't feel like my niece and nephew really have. Now, granted, I don't think they have cable right now; they do more streaming and stuff. But I, I feel like there's all these Nickelodeon shows they probably never even seen. Yeah, it's very interesting to me. It is um, because I know in the summertime, man, Nickelodeon was that was a channel. They're yep. always on Nickelodeon. Yep. You know, my brother and me figure it out. Double yep. Dare. I mean, it was all good stuff. All that. I'd flip. I'd flip back and forth between Nickelodeon and Disney, depending on what was on Disney. Mm-hmm. But yeah, most of the time it was Nickelodeon. Yeah, but I even I feel like at that point Disney had some good stuff, but not as much good. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, Nickelodeon was was the place to watch TV for sure. Yeah, it's 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 crazy how that happened. Uh, anyway, let me say we dive into a little bit of toy talk here. Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show where Breaker remain do a bit of toy talk. Here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show, we'll break your remain, do a bit of toy talk. All right, so toy talk this week, Big Underscore Bane, I'm, I, I think I want to show you something that's going to blow your mind, because I don't know if you've seen this or not yet. So you've talked before about the um, old San Francisco toy maker figures. You actually have, I believe you still have a couple, like Vader and yes, Johnny uh, B. Bad. I, I can't find Vader, and I'm really upset about it, but um, I, I have them somewhere. I think it's at my brother's house in Texas. Did you see that some prototypes got leaked of possible I did. figures? Yes. And so you saw that they had prototypes for Shark yep. and the Renegade. <clears throat> yeah, and I was gonna I was gonna be the guy to comment on on Jeff and Scott's post about uh when these got released and things like that, but yeah, I'm glad I didn't because I would have looked like a dum dum. That renegade figure's badass though. I would have gotten a renegade figure. For I mean, sure. I, I thought I would have gotten Shark too. Well, yeah, because you need bad guys. That's why I got Vader, you know? Yeah. I mean, you need the bad guys. Um, oddly enough, the, these were like LJN-style figures, and, you know, that wasn't really... I, f- I, f- I feel like <clears throat> they got a lot of love because they were LJN-style, but yeah. they weren't as good as... They remind me a lot of how the retros are similar to Hasbro, but they're not nearly as good. I I actually slightly disagree with you on there. I like the fact that 
um, the LJ, the actual LJNs were more flexible, even though they're big rubber dog, dog toys. OSFTMs were. I think Jeff just had a stroke. Yeah, yeah OS, OSFTMs were like a little he bit spit st- out his energy drink that was not radical skedaddle. Yeah, they were a little bit stiffer. Yeah, they were. But they were also like glossier, and they looked better to me. And so I, I always kind of liked those a little bit better than the LJNs. Yeah. Well, it's not. They didn't look bad. I just I felt like the problem with these more than anything else. They didn't make that many. No, there weren't that many at all. There was a second wave that came out, and I and I don't know if Renegade and Shark were supposed to be a part of that, but I remember like they even show a picture here: Alex Wright, Sergeant Craig Pittman, which was what a weird choice. Yeah, especially over Renegade. That yeah. I mean, not that Renegade was anything, but they wanted him to be something. Right. Um, and the figure looks fantastic, actually. Yeah. A lot of a lot of colors and stuff. I think a big Bubba Rogers came out. Maybe oh, wow. the Giant. You know, a few others, but not a ton. Yeah. I remember I had Sting and Hogan of these, and of course it was Surfer Sting, and you know Hogan had the belt, but uh, yeah. I never had any more than that. It, it was just, I think I had Sting, Hogan, uh, Johnny B. Bad, and Vader. I think those are the four I had. Yeah, and I mean they worked so well. I just played with them with the LJNs. You know, sure, they were they were kind of. I, I, to me, I that's what I did too. It was kind of cool. It's like you got an updated Hogan, yeah, but you never had an LGN Sting, right? Which was which was fun. And who, who made the little ones, the smaller scale uh, figures that were like kind of the statue form? Do you remember that? Like the WCW Gloobs? Gloobs, yes. I would use those, but it would be like how WWF did. Like, well, we got Mini Undertaker coming out. It would be like Mini Sting. <laughs> <laughs> the creative mind, man. I love yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah, had some had some uh, mini matches back in the day. Fantastic, mini Vader. Yeah, mini Vader, mini Sting, mini, yeah. mini Sting. Good I times. love it. Good times. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that was pretty popular yeah. then. Mini, at that time. mini Rick Steiner, I think. Yep. Mini Rick Steiner, fantastic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought those were that was kind of interesting. But I, I remember the old San Francisco toy makers. What what bothered me about that? So they did the LJN style, which was which was fun. Mm-hmm. Then they did the vibrating figures, which I don't know if anyone ever got why. Yeah, I had those though. I, I had Sting. Yeah, I, I had, remember because that was the first white face with a bat. I had uh, the NWO, like all three of them: uh, Nash, Hall, and Hogan. And I remember even you know the try me button. Yep. What was your thoughts when I was like, okay, they vibrate? <laughs> I must have thought they were cool because I bought so many of them. Because I think I had Sting too. That that or that's what they are selling. Well, that's you probably want wrestling what it was. toys. Yeah, you know? that's probably more of what it was. But, but just a super random thing. Yeah, it doesn't. It didn't really make any sense as to why they would vibrate because vibrating does nothing for the toys. Like, I mean, I guess you could pin a guy and the other guy vibrates him off of you. I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I'm glad we have that explicit tag. It's getting a little dirty yeah. in here. <laughs> but yeah, I just never understood that. But then they released another line after that. But I, I had a few of these. Because they actually made like Bret Hart and guys like that. This was more like 98, where they were a little bit smaller. They were similar looking, but they all did an action, kind of like a Hasbro. Okay. Which I, I don't know about you, but I never thought, oh, man, I've, if this figure, if you'd raise its arms up and they'd come down real hard, like <laughs> right. that's that's what I'm missing. Like Hasbro's, the fact that they did that never did anything for me. Yeah. I just thought they were cool-looking figures. Yeah, I rarely remember... Unless it was the jumpy pose, which is funny because I hate the jumpy pose. But unless it was the jumpy pose, I really didn't use the the moves. It was all imagination, with. right? Yeah. And so it it was kind of kind of ridiculous to have those thinking back on it. But well, I remember the LJNs and Jeff and Scott have talked about this a lot too. Like certain poses were better 
like junkyard dogs arms throughout so he could do yeah. like a body slam or a power slam and stuff yeah. and just every now and then like like they mentioned the rick rude having a horrible pose some of them did yeah. so he couldn't do much with i remember at ultimate warrior one arm was up and one arm was down yeah so he could do a ddt with this arm but he could do a clothesline with this arm yeah. And like that's like oh okay you know it's imagination though and I feel like I had a Lex Luger figure of some kind who was like maybe it was OST FTM I don't know if they actually made him or not but they did was was it the like pose where he yes I had up there yes yeah, so the old Paul Orndorff double by yeah so like I used to put people in the torture rack with that right because yeah. it works yeah it worked so it made sense yeah. Well, I think Vader was like this too, double yes. arm up, which yeah. you could kind of. That was good for a power bomb. Good for a power bomb, but you could also kind of mimic the Vader bomb a yes. little, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or, or like, you know, he would do the big double yeah. double arm thing when they'd come off the ropes. You could kind of do that. A little bear so, hug almost. Yeah. God, so it looked mean. Yeah. So it's, it's imagination, but you can make it work. Right. So, yeah, interesting stuff. I do have some other things I'd like to talk about. Uh, Zombie Sailor. Um, who is a he's essentially an online toy store has announced he is making his own line of retro figures okay uh, he's already signed all the guys from the major wrestling figure podcast then they he announced and i thought that's who it was going to be that razor ramon poster i have is from zombie sailor oh fantastic yeah, that's a like a really old thing of his yeah um <laughs> but I, I thought it was just going to be the major pod guys yeah okay that makes sense they're doing their own hasbro style figures well then he announced that he had signed danhausen who's pretty big on independence pretty popular Sabu, very cool. Bruiser Brody, very cool. Dino Bravo, yep. And now Kevin Sullivan, yeah. Which I believe it's like his first, like the Devil Kevin Sullivan figure. Nice. And um, I don't know. If I, it's actually Dino Bravo's first figure ever, which is kind of crazy to think. Yeah. Because he was always around, but um, I don't know. We don't know the price of these. The original artwork's done by Ron Rudat, who did the old Hasbro figures. I think that's kind of interesting. Okay. And Ron Rudat actually came up with the Cobra logo, too. Nice. For Hasbro. All that being said, we don't know the price. Um, but this is kind of a cool thing. It's I think Mattel made everyone realize, like, yeah, people want Hasbros. Yeah. And the price has really skyrocketed with the original Hasbros. Now you have Cella Toys, we talked about last week, doing some. Zombie Sailor's doing some. It's interesting, man. Very interesting. It's it's. Gonna be one of those things. I will be surprised if people don't get cease and desist. You know. Well, but who would they, who would who would do the cease and desist? It's gotta be Mattel. I mean. Yeah, but they borrowed the idea from Hasbro, essentially. Yeah, but I mean, they could also say they maybe maybe got permission or something like that. I mean, I mean, makes you makes you wonder. But I mean, like, he's got the copyright to those designs, right? But OFSTM essentially copied. LJN. That was bad before paperwork like that existed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but at the same time, like every action figure line is kind of all the same. They're all yeah. that six no, inch that's scale. That's true. That's true. So, but again, I don't know how the legal proceedings of those things work. Maybe, but. maybe it'll all be you know peaches and cream. Who knows? Yeah, but I think having a Hasbro style Bruiser Brody is pretty damn cool. That would be very cool. Yeah. Comes with the furry vest and the uh, and the chain. So I'm like, huh, interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely down for that. Anyway, let's take a break and let's uh, let's talk all things Cupid's Revenge. Let's do it. All right, big underscore bang. Cupid's Revenge is coming up rather quickly, but before we dive into any matches, um, I got to touch on this. I, I was I mean I was meaning to touch on it last week. I completely forgot. A good friend of the show, Travis Fowler, brought a interesting idea to the table, and yeah. he wanted me to put it out here publicly on the show to see what everyone thought. Highspots.com will do custom turnbuckles. Yes. It's a thing they've kind of been selling for a while. Actually, Jason Wolf has done some artwork for them for turnbuckles that they sell. And 
if we get enough people together, I think the cost is going to be roughly 40 bucks a person. Mm -hmm. But we could do a set of 12 custom turnbuckles. If we can get 12 people that are like, yes, I want to do a PHPW turnbuckle pad. Yeah. What do you think? I'd be down for that. I'd be cool with having a PHPW turnbuckle pad. I think it's interesting. And um, obviously, the turnbuckles have the holes for to, to zip tie, so you could easily display it on your wall. Yep. Um, I think it's kind of a fun idea. I would have never thought of that, but Travis brought that to my attention. So what we'll do is if you're hearing this and you think, yes, I want to be a part of that, let us know. And if we can get a list of 12 people, we'll make it happen. Absolutely. Um, if it's uh, more than 12 people, well, sorry. You know, yeah. first 12, first come, first serve. Right. But uh, beyond that, if we don't get enough we don't get enough. We're not going to be able to do it. Again, I'm not 100% sure on the price. We'll kind of dive into that because obviously we'd have to make everything. We'd have to ship it and then ship everything to the individual person. Right. So there will be a lot of shipping costs involved. I am assuming 40 based on the information I've gotten, but we'll have to kind of dive into that a little bit more. But if people are interested, that's definitely something we could do. Absolutely. So Big Underscore Bane, we have some matches to announce this week. Yes, we do. Um, trying to remember exactly who all we've announced so far. So I know that we announced the main event. Yes, which is Jordan Zeilinger versus Drew Vinsel. That is for the PHPW um, Championship. We have announced the Tag Team Championship match, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Fully Posable versus High Level Enterprise. Absolutely. Fully Posable getting their opportunity to get some gold. Yes. So we have also announced the Gatekeeper Championship, if I'm not mistaken. Ethan Chambers versus Aaron Anders. Aaron Anders defending that title. Absolutely. Ethan Chambers is ready. He was tweeting about it. Yes. And then we also announced... Um, Two members of Wreck My Podcast, Cam and Joe versus Doing the Favor. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the, we've already announced the five-man um, number one contender match for the PHPW Championship. That is correct. Which was Soda Hunter versus Mike the Cleaner versus David Thomas versus Travis Fowler versus Kreger of Wreck My Podcast. Interesting. So all four members of Wreck My Podcast will be in action Um Craig are getting a hell of an opportunity there. Hell of an opportunity right off the bat. So good luck to them. Um, Let's talk about Joe and Cam, though, because if they win that tag match, they beat the first ever PHPW Tag Team Champions. Yeah, and that that could mean huge implications for them. Yeah, uh, It's not a, like I, we mentioned last week. It's not officially a number one contenders match, but it's huge implications. Absolutely it is. Um, so I'm going to announce one, and then I'm going to let you have the floor for the next one. Fantastic. Um, because I know... I know you have some personal stake in it. Um, oh, boy. So we're going to op open things up with um, the Die Hard Championship match. Poetic Prophet, he won. These are first, first ever. ever Die Hard Championship. Uh, he won it last month at Resolution Reckoning. He will be defending it for the first time against Jason Wolf. Ooh. Yeah. Talk about a hell of a match. Yeah. I am excited about that one. So, and you know Jason Wolf ain't too happy about losing that gatekeeper title. He is not, but like like I said last time, I mean, it, him losing the gatekeeper championship only opens the door for him to go wherever he wants. In, indeed it does. So now he decided he's going to go for the diehard championship, so he's uh, going to be taking on Poeta Profit. I'm excited to see it. So I'm going to let you announce this match. Right here, because I know you got some personal stake. You've been you've been on and on about the American Ace. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for this because there's something about this guy that I just don't like. Yeah, I just can't stand him. Yeah, and there's something about it. I'm like I'm not. I don't trust him. 
Yep. And it doesn't, you know, I, it doesn't smell right, as yeah. they say. So, if American Ace loses, he must unmask. Yes. In this match against a mystery opponent. And I'm assuming that's somebody that you know, like you've handpicked. I mean, safe to say, this is someone that I am very familiar with. But is it somebody that's already been wrestling here? He has never been featured on PHPW. Wow. So I'm excited for it. I believe that's in our, that's our entire show. That's our entire show. Right so there. we've got, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches. Yeah. It's going to be a big card. It's a stacked card. We definitely have, we're going to, and we have a for sure debut. For sure debut. Of a guy who is going to uh, rip the mask off American Ace. And I uh now if American why, Ace now why do you why do you want that to happen though I mean what who do you think that is I don't well you know, Travis Fowler threw out this theory that he thinks it might be Bill Venus you think you you think Bill is smart enough to get under a mask wear tights the man's never worn tights in his professional wrestling career that is true. I mean, I would also think Big Chuck's smart enough to spell your name correctly twice in a row, well, but that true. didn't happen. That's true. And this guy serves food. Yeah. Um, we should probably have the health department check it out sometime. Big time. Yeah. Big time we should. But, I mean, Bill Benis was fired. Yeah. He, is he smart? Absolutely not. Is he a scumbag? 100%. So you think that he just suckered his way back into the company? I that's my that's my theory. Now I don't want to get sued, so I can't officially say that. But if we can get that mask ripped off, then we'll know for sure. Okay. Unless he's had plastic surgery, which you know, hopefully that's not the case. Well, I I have to work with the guy. He don't have enough money to get plastic surgery. Well, that's probably for the best too. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, it's Cupid Revenge. It's coming yes. up. Yeah. I'm excited for it, man. I'm excited too. Mark your guys' calendars because that's coming up in just a little over a week or, oh, or a little under a week as the time this drops. So it's coming up very quickly. Yeah, February 27th. All right. Well, now we uh, to kind of wrap up our show here, we need to go over our tournament, the best to never be WWE champion. This is not in any way gone like I would have thought, but our you know we went into our semifinals. Um, you know, Owen Hart defeated by Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yes. Huge shocker. Big time. This past week, Mr. Perfect, Razor Ramon. I'll be honest, I thought it's going to be closed, but Razor's taking it. Yeah. I was wrong. 69% to 31%, Mr. Perfect moves on to the finals. Wow. So that means our final match will be Mr. Perfect versus Rowdy Roddy Piper. The best to ever be WWE champion, man. That's wild to me. It I is. Mean, I thought it would be Owen and Razor. I did too. I thought it was pretty clear cut that it was going to be Owen and Razor. Um, so, not hating it. I mean, mm-hmm. Piper versus Perfect, that sounds good to me. I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be great. I wouldn't doubt if there is a uh, time and place where that match actually happened back in the day. I oh, mean, I'm sure that yeah. it did. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how this tournament goes. And, and legit, both of them should have been WWE champions. Absolutely, they should have, yeah. It just never, never quite happened. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Let's just wrap it up. Cool. Thank you guys for checking out another edition of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. And, of course, check out some of our podcasting buddies. Of course, the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast with Jeff and Scott dropping a new episode every Sunday, just like this show. 
Uh, no radical skedaddle bang, though, for Jeff. Oh, boo-hoo. Jeff don't like the radical skedaddle. Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> what a sucker. Remember that feud Jericho had with Booker T L because he's like, I am not a sucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a sucker. <laughs> so weird. Um, oddly enough, I did actually run into some uh, delish strawberry kiss the other day. Yeah, how was that? It was okay. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I mean, it's not a whole lot different than the other strawberry right. flavor. Yeah. I thought it was kind of like strange. It's like, okay, well, it's basically the same stuff, but right. But it was pretty good. Okay. Um, so, yeah, check out Fully Posable. Of course, check out our buddies doing the favor, Eric and Barry over there. Great show. Great dudes. Great dudes. Awesome guys. First ever PHPW Tag Team Champions. Yes. So check out their show. Uh, they believe they drop two episodes every week. Wow. Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with uh, with Steve and Eric over there. Great show. Uh, nice, fun retro look at pro wrestling. Highly recommend it. The Ringside Rant with RJ. Check out his show. Great dude. Really fun guy to talk to. The Leisure and Lariat's podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. He's in the midst of dropping a two-part episode with uh, Rex Andrews. Yeah. Um, which we remember from uh, the old Compound Days a few years ago. Yeah, good dude. Absolutely. Elite Eight Showdown with Big Chuck. Um, you know, I don't even know what... Here's another thing this dumbass did. Let me tell you about this. I'm at work, and I'm listening to some older episodes of Elite Eight Showdown. Yeah. You know what they did? Best trilogies. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I get that. And he's like, I want them to be legit trilogies. Not movies with a spinoff or a fourth movie or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I can dig that. First one, Toy Story. Uh, what an idiot. Uh, there's four of them. Right. And then, do you want to see that on there? The Bourne movies. There's been five of those. What about Scream? A Scream on there? I, I'm sure it was. I was, I was. I was just so angry. You just turn it off. You're like, no. F this show. I was like, good Lord, man. <laughs> and then he blames his research team. He's like, hey, 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 do your own research. Right. A simple Google search. And... Living living through the time period should tell you that we've had t- four Toy Stories. Yeah, when he like he like oh yeah, did we have four? Like he didn't even know. I'm like, good my Lord. god, do some research, pal. I thought it was so funny because I was like, because because they were arguing. He's like, I think there was four Jason Bourne movies. He's like, no no no, Bourne Ultimatum was the last one. It was not. Yeah. There was uh, um, Bourne. I, there was Bourne Identity, Bourne Supremacy. Born Ultimatum. Then there was Born Legacy. That was with Hawkeye. Yeah. Then they did one just called Jason Bourne, but yeah. Matt Damon returned. Like, dude, come on, son of a B. IMDb, bro. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. Easy peasy. And now apparently uh, you're. I may be in it too. I don't know, but you're in that tournament. I'll I'll kick everybody's ass. Understand that, Big Chuck. <laughs> I'll kick everybody's ass. Good lord, so funny. And then, um, <laughs> so check out Elite Eight Showdown and all the. Uh, hilariousness that happens over there uh boots to the face check out that show tales from the estate with drew vinsel and uh his wife caitlin rapidly becoming one of my favorite shows yeah i love their all their food talk always makes me hungry yeah wreck my podcast with jordan zeilinger and his crew over there trivia with buds with ryan buds and then of course give a follow to art of jason wolf and check out his podcast howling with the wolf Jason Wolf um, just this week sold out uh, another Hasbro figure, Vader this time. Didn't even know that was up for sale, and I saw the sold out sign. I was like, "Son of a bitch!" It goes quick, man. Yeah, it goes very, very quick. He's uh, rapidly becoming like this could be his job, just making Hasbro figures. Good on him. Absolutely, yeah. I think it's I think it's awesome. I think if you know I had the talent to make something like that, I'd be all about it. <laughs> right. He's uh, he's doing he's doing great, man. I so. can I can lift heavy things. That's about all I'm good at. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I highly recommend giving him a follow because he, he updates people pretty often. Although I did see one funny post where 
like you put on their pre-order up tonight at like whatever time. Yeah. And guy comments, oh, he says it's sold out. It's like, it's literally not live. Right. You flaming idiot. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one was the the other post that he shared, though, about the the South Sudan wrestling or whatever. It's got to be a joke. Dirk the Clown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good Lord. Like it, it, He sent that to me, too. He's like, is this real? And I'm like, I can't be real. That's got to be a, a freaking troll. That's so amazing. If you like wrestling comic books, check out Grapple Holden to be the man. Excuse me. You can find both of those on Amazon or to be the man on Comixology. And, of course, check out our other podcasting projects. I have, you know it's fake, right? The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four-letter word in pro wrestling this past week. Uh, Dan Geyer was my guest. A lot of people really enjoyed that episode. Yeah. It's always good to have Dan on. Yeah. Well, he's got a different perspective. Yes. You know, I actually... I legit had several people message me like I really enjoyed hearing him talk and yeah. Dan's a fun guy to talk to. Absolutely he is. You know, but uh, me and him logged many many miles on the road uh, back in the Missouri days. So it was kind of cool getting his perspective on the wrestling business and you know being a very much a normal guy associated with wrestling I I'm sure a lot of people question his sanity and like really you go, every weekend you go pull a ring for a wrestling show? Yeah. Why in the hell would you do that, you know? Yeah. Well, and he's a guy that you could have back on multiple times. I'm sure he's got hella Harley stories that he could tell and everything. 100%. Like that, yeah. I still feel like as many times as I've talked to him, we never scratched the surface on yeah. everything. And then, of course, uh, it's, it's on it's on hiatus. I don't know what, what he's up to, but uh, no holds barred with Bill Benis. Yes, still on hiatus. I'm not sure when we'll be back, you know. I think you're enjoying the hiatus. I, I've been enjoying I I feel... I feel less tired all the time. You yeah, know? he's got that effect on people. Yeah, I feel like I don't have as, as many gray hairs in my beard. I mean, I still got some, but not as many. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like uh, I feel like a weight lift is lifted off my shoulder. You know, I can definitely understand that for sure. And check all of Bane's music out over on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your tunes. Check it out. Then uh, you can follow us on patreoncom bbph. We have three tiers, $1, $3, $5, and um, any tier gets you our energy shot, which we upload every week, plus uh, 3 and $5 gets you a gift, either one gift a year or two gifts a year, and uh, Jason Wolf talked, you know, he already revealed this on social media, all of our uh, patrons this past December got a uh, sketch card of their PHPW character. Yes. Which I thought was a really fun gift. Hell of a cool idea. I for love sure. it. So we got to think of something for the summer now. Yeah, yeah. Which is always a, it's, it's becoming a challenge. It's going to be hard to top. It, it will be. It will be for sure. Of course, Average Panda Gear and Outsiders Beard Co. You can get your uh, beard balm and some uh, workout. Looks like you got some uh, Average Panda sweatpants on there, dude. Yeah, there was some I was checking out. I don't like them. But, uh, <laughs> but, they look uh, comfy. Yeah, it was, it was they got something. They pocket. I mean, it, it was something I was testing. The big thing I don't like is the, um, the, uh, the cuff on the, on the bottom is a little bit too wide. You know, I like the ones that form better to your ankle, you know. Oh, they all can't so, be winners, man. Yeah, and these are not. But, you know, I figured, hey, my jeans are too dirty to wear over to Ryan's house, Breaker's house. Excuse me. Wow. Easy there, Jerry. Easy, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll just slap on these average panda pants. The average panda pants. I love it. And then, of course, you can check out all of our T-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, and uh, WhatAManeuver.net. We have a Breaker and Baines Power Hour store. We have a Big Underscore Baines store over there. So check out all of our threads. 
Boom. Boom. Anything yeah. else, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We will see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as I hang over I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? Good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.